What's going on, America? I am Graham Allen, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. We have a very special episode today. I'm not going to tell you anything about what it's about. I just want you to listen to it. I hope you enjoy it. We're going to jump right into this episode. So sit back, relax, and welcome to the newest episode of the Dear America podcast. Hey, Alyssa's super loud again. She, she's yeah, loud on the head. Y'all get mad. You say I'm too close. You say I'm too far. You don't go There's close on the high moments. Oh. Like it's like hey. you lean back, oh. lean, lean back. Yeah, you gotta back. lean back. And Me lean and Jake into have it. been singing songs for the last five minutes, waiting on Graham. So we're in a it's been awesome. Yeah. So just so you guys know what my back. daily life is like, I have a million things <laughs> that I juggle. Whereas Jake does an amazing job. He's the best producer in the world. But this is his one job. Is this Alyssa? Same thing. Here we go. And everyone forgets that while in the midst of all the other 8 million things, we're recording this, but I digress. That's not me complaining. I'm very blessed to be oh, in the wait, situation wait, Jake, I'm in. Jake is shedding a tear. I'm so glad to be here today. Wow. <laughs> wow. We're starting this off with a bang. All right. Sweating. It's hot Everybody, in here. this, oh, I, I want to go ahead. And, can I finish? Yes, sorry. Can, can I finish? finish? Okay. Can you? Alyssa May is I? in rare form. Ladies and gentlemen, she is a backbreaker. Just in case anyone ever wanted to know, she is mean. She hits me from time to time. Uh, she's a, anyway. No, that's not true. That's All say. right, you better clear. I'm just kidding. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is our very first pre-recorded episode, and I, mm-hmm. most people would not come out and say that this is pre-recorded. But I wanted to because we believe in honesty, and I want you guys to know why. We are pre-recording this episode. Why is that, Graham? We are moving. Moving? We are moving to Dallas, Texas. Dallas, Texas. Why are we moving? Well, the the answer to that is very, very, very easy. Guys, ladies and gentlemen, when we decided that we were going to launch a podcast, we thought that it would do well. Like we, we anticipated that we could maybe break into the top 200. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that that's a realistic thing that we all thought we didn't expect it to suck, but we had no idea that we would be in the top. We debuted in the top 10. Uh, we have stayed in the top 30 Woo-hoo. throughout the entirety of this, Amazing. Uh, of this launch of the podcast. And we're being told that that is not normal. Well, I would just like to say you are welcome. It's, it is 1 million percent because of Alyssa. But all of that to say, um, with the ex- just extreme outpouring of support with the charts and all this stuff, um, we are moving to bigger, better things. Uh, I can't give you specific dates because we're moving and we are currently, as we speak, building out the Dear America podcast studio in which we will move to filming the podcast as well so when we have guests when we have these discussions you guys will actually finally get to see the craziness that's going on so when you hear me say i am literally looking and reading emails (laughs) you will see all of that (laughs) he ain't lying you will see everything that's going on and we are super excited to bring that to you Uh, So for this episode, we decided to do what fans have been asking us to do for a very long time. Alyssa is super excited. Uh, Mm -hmm. I put her on the spot ahead of time. 
Um, we are going to talk about this entire journey of how all of this stuff started. People have been asking for weeks. Well, actually, they've been asking for years for us to tell the story. And so that's what we're going to attempt to do. Um, I'm going to start it. Alyssa's going to talk about her perspective, her side of it. And then we're even going to bring Jake in on how Jake got here. Um, because I think it's a really cool story. Jake, you, you do have a fun story, actually. Yeah, I like how, Jake's story. How you got here and, the, and just the full circledness of everything and the craziness that has been this entire ride. Um, so that's what we're going to do. I hope you enjoy this episode. You may skip it because you think this is the biggest load of garbage you've ever heard. There'll be missing out. But this is a... Pre- sit back and buckle up. Sit back and buckle up for the story, <laughs> kids. Uh, here we go. So for those of you who don't know... Because there's a lot of people that actually don't know this. I was in the Army for 12 years. Um, because I'm not one of those veterans that's just like, ooh, I was in the Army. Look at me. Da, 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 da. In fact, so- he's the opposite of that. I'll go ahead and go on a rant. Because <laughs> every time at church, every event you ever go to, and they're like, please stand, all military. I won't do it. And I, let I us don't honor stand. you. And Graham refuses to stand. I have to I like, stand for him. the national anthem. I don't stand I know, up but for what people I try to, to explain, for my And I know weird. all the military, a lot of y'all feel this way. But what I try to explain is, it ain't for you. It's for the other people to feel, to feel like, like they're yeah. a part of and honor you. But so okay. let them have their moment. I'm giving back. I'm exactly. Not, I'm exactly. not that way because we know the people that actually deserve that. Like Dan Crenshaw, uh, Medal of Honor recipient, Dakota Meyer, Kyle Carpenter, Matt Best, Ranger, Evan Hafer, Special Forces. I mean, we know Tig. all the Tig, like uh, Tig. Mark Oz guys, uh, Chris Peranto, Benghazi survivors. I mean, there are people... That did so much more than me. I'm proud of my military service. I was nothing special. I was in the military. But you signed up for I, that potential. I, I am proud of you, and I still say you should stand. We Let are very us proud. Honor I did you. go to Iraq, okay? I Twice. went on I went on combat missions. Mm-hmm. I did do that, okay? But at the end of the day, I was just a normal army person. And so anyway, back to the story Sorry. before <laughs> Alyssa got on a tangent. So for those of you who have always wondered how all this stuff started, which is one of the main questions I get all the time. Um, I was, I was active duty as a recruiter in Anderson, South Carolina, and had no intentions of any of this stuff. None, none whatsoever. I I mean, yeah, I had an Instagram page and I thought that it would be cool. In fact, me and Alyssa had many conversations of man, if we could just figure (laughs) out a way to get to a hundred thousand followers, yeah, we awesome. would. Man, I could make like maybe five hundred extra bucks a month through like a <laughs> supplement company or something. We'll be and set. We'd be we'll be set. set. Yeah, <laughs> we would be set. And, and so, because we were, we were a military family. That's what we were. That was the plan. I was twelve years into it, and we married. I married into a military yep. family. That's all I ever yep. knew. We were dating during a deployment, engaged during a de- deployment. Married as soon as I got back. I mean, that's what we were. We were a military family. First and the 15th paycheck. We didn't know anything else. And so I was on a recruiting tour in Anderson, South Carolina. And believe it or not, this may come as a shock to a lot of people. I was a dang good recruiter, man. <laughs> I was really, really, really good. I, I don't know if you've caught this. I really like to talk. And I was good, man. You have a way with words. People, these kids would walk in there and they'd go to sleep and I'd wake them up at MEPS. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I'm serious. I yeah. was I was really good. And 
but I was, again, I was a victim of my own success. And so what happened, Alyssa will, will hopefully vouch in for this. We'll see. When I think about my military service, I think about the first six years. Oh, yeah. That's what I think about because that was during the war times, mm-hmm. uh, the surge, all that stuff. I don't really think about the last six years. Elizabeth will tell you, I got to a point where I just I woke up every day and I I didn't want to do it anymore. I didn't want to shave. I didn't want to put the uniform on because, and again, this is not a knock on recruiters. Recruiters, you have a very 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 important job. Without recruiters, we would lose the force because there's yeah. no Amen. new people coming yep. in. Right? Everybody has. A very important job. And recruiting is very hard. But I just, I got to this point where I wasn't happy. And I was up for E7. And anybody that was in the military knows E7 is a senior non-commissioned officer. That's a big deal. You're in charge of people. And it got to the point where I knew I didn't want to be there anymore. And I refused to be that crusty E7 that hates his life, and the only reason he's still in there is because he's divorced three times and got kids with all this. I I didn't want to be that person that was bad for leadership. So I don't know. I I wanted to figure out a way to get out. And we thought about police officer. We thought about all this other ways and avenues for us to get out of the military. And as fate would have it, I, uh, Jake, you know this. I was a musician back in the day. Um, played in a band, so I always w- considered myself very creative. Mm-hmm. So one day, um, me and my buddy, uh, his name was Smiley. Uh, oh, we miss you, Smiley. Yeah, we miss you, Smiley, if you're listening to this. We decided for recruiting purposes, why don't we make some funny videos? And so we made some videos. We made a couple of videos. You know, he's a black guy. I'm a white guy. We made this video of uh, the differences of black guys, white guys listening to stuff in the. In, these are all very early. It's like the Eminem tapes that nobody's heard before, kind of <laughs> stuff, right? Uh, so if you ever find these videos, you know what we're talking about. And we made this one video um, about how why black people can say the N word in rap songs if you're if you're both listening to it at the same time. <laughs> am I allowed to say the lyrics of the song? And he's like, absolutely not, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> And anyway, so we started doing that and I found that I really enjoyed editing those videos and putting those videos together. And as fate would have it, um, August of 2016, that's, that's when it all kind of started. I was at the corner of Pearman Dairy Road, making a left turn and it was a double, double turn lane. All right. Mm-hmm. So you guys know what I'm talking about. You've got those people that are on the inside of the turn lane and the outside and when you both make the left turn, you got the person on the outside that wants to go into uh-huh. the lane you're the in. Worst. I'm always worried about that. Yeah, oh, so okay. bad here too. So I was in the inner turn lane, and there was this elderly woman, man, and she. <laughs> I had to pull. Up, I had to like like steer into the median to keep this old lady from hitting me. And I was in the government car, and I wasn't about to have to go through that paperwork. <laughs> and I just got so mad about people that don't know how to drive. Right. So I made a video in the car ranting behind the steering wheel about people that don't know how to drive. At the time, Instagram was just a minute long. And I made this this video on Instagram. Minute long. At the time, it got like a thousand views and I, on Instagram. Nice. And I was like, yes, we have made it somewhere. And somebody wrote me a comment. And they said, you know what? You should really put this on Facebook. Because at the time, Instagram, you couldn't share videos. Hmm. You should put this on Facebook because people can share it. I said, all right, right, that's not a bad idea. 
I wish I knew who that person was because mm. that old woman and that comment on Instagram truly changed our lives. I put it on Facebook and it started off really slow. Like it took about a week and a half for this thing to take off. And so about day three, I go on there and I notice it's got 200,000 views. So I reshare it again. I'm like, holy crap, this thing's taking off. I tell Alyssa, I'm like, hey, man, we've made it. I got 200,000 yeah. new video. We have made this thing. And about day six, I noticed it's got 700,000 views. Jeez. So I share it again. About 10 days after I post that video, me and Alyssa, we are sitting in our living room. You remember this, babe? Yep, I do. Sitting in our living room. We're watching our shows. And I'm at like 980,000. I'm writing everybody on my personal Please, Facebook page. I'm it. like, everybody, like it, go share, share this video. Go share this. And we literally refresh every 10 minutes watching this video get to Climbing. a million. That's the so first crazy. million video. And it took about 10 days for it to get to that point. And I looked at Alyssa and I was like, I can't believe, I can't believe we did it. That's <laughs> so cool. Yeah, that's so awesome. We have a million viewed video about people, you know, all this stuff. And then we kind of looked at each other and we go, okay, that's, that's cool. Let's go back to our show. That was cool. <laughs> it's time for bed now, I guess. Yeah. What do we do? So the next day I show up to work. I'm still active duty at this time. I, and so I show up to recruit and I'm like, and of course the army people are like, I bet you can't do it again. Challenge accepted, buddy. <laughs> and so this whole daily rant thing started as a gimmick. It really did. And that's the honest to God truth. I was just doing things that I thought were funny, making fun of people in the gym, bad drivers, those chip readers and debit cards when they first came that out. They're still the worst. Everybody hated them. Stuff like that. And it wasn't until Colin Kaepernick took the knee mm -hmm. that everything started to change. Colin Kaepernick took the knee and Alyssa was even uh, with me on this because, you know, I went in there. I went, in, I went hard in the paint on that, buddy. I'm <laughs> yeah. still mad about Colin Kaepernick. And when that video took off, it went from, hey, you're really funny to, hey, you should talk about this. Or, yeah. hey, have you heard about this? Have you heard about that? So we started gaining some momentum, and it was around October, and it came time for me to decide if I was going to stay in the military or not. I had to let them know by October the 1st, you're either re-enlisting or you're getting out. So me and Alyssa, we look at each other, and... And I tell her, you know, I, I think I think I might be on to something here. Alyssa, I would be curious for you to tell everybody what you were thinking, because I remember what I was thinking okay, during that conversation. So but 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 you tell them. Here's what you need to know about me. I am a processor. So unlike Graham, who is good and quick, you know, on the spot. I feel miserably like I have to process things and then I can come yeah. back and be like, okay. Yeah, me too. Oh, thank you, yeah. Jake. So even podcasts, like I'm not, I'll think of something five minutes later. I'm like, oh, I have a thought. But I was, I was concerned because all we've known is the military and military, you know, covers everything, all the babies, everything you get hurt. Yeah. hundred percent taken care of. No worries. So I was, I was supportive, but I was also very concerned, like, okay, you know, what if, what if this doesn't happen? What if this, what if that? But Graham was very serious. And if you know Graham, he's extremely driven. And when he has a plan, he figures out through hell and high water how to accomplish that, happen. how to make it happen. Yeah. 
So go ahead, baby, pick up your story. So I was, I was kind of, I was in the kitchen. I remember I was in the kitchen and just kind of like she did hmm. it. She she took it about as well as anyone would take it. Uh, it in the moment, I was not happy with how she responded in the moment. <laughs> But it's kind of like a deer in headlights. It was kind of yeah. like a, a minute. Sure. So you're telling me we're not going to have insurance and we're not going to have a guaranteed a paycheck, paycheck anymore. And you want to make videos in your truck. And keep in mind, I'm, I'm a counselor, <laughs> so I am not rolling in money. Like social workers don't make that much money. <laughs> yeah. So in hindsight, now, almost three years later, I completely get it. It was like, yeah, that's the craziest idea ever. Big risk. Because big risk, big ladies reward. and gentlemen, like mm. you're listening to the Dear America podcast now. Okay. You know who I am. You know who we are. You know what the Daily Rants Rant Nation, Dear America, you know what all that is now at this point. Three years ago, nobody knew what a daily rant was. That wasn't a thing. You know, that that, that wasn't this, this brand that everyone has come to know. So it really was this kind of, like, now it's like, of course you should have done that, Graham. Everybody does videos in their truck now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. everybody. In fact, like, people, when they get mad about somebody doing a video in their truck, they reference me mm-hmm. like you're just Graham Allen now at this point, you know, <laughs> like like we have somehow like like uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Trademark branded. Yeah, yeah branded yeah, in your truck. ranting in your truck. <laughs> Anytime mm-hmm. someone says I'm going to go on a rant real quick, everybody automatically thinks about us. But anyway, at that moment, that conversation, me and my wife standing there, none of that was a thing. So we were truly stepping out in this un- unknown thing. And so. Anyway, that was November the 1st. I let the military know, hey, I think I'm on to something here. I'm going to go do this. And of course, man, I got the best support in the world from all my military buddies. <laughs> You're the stupidest POS we've ever met in our life. Are you crazy? Yeah. What is wrong with you? You're an idiot. You're going to come crawling back and you're going to ruin your career and all this kind of stuff you're Dang. an idiot right which i but don't i don't blame them it because was they love. were trying to protect it was us. it was because and i've said this multiple times love the military the worst thing the military does is they make you believe that you cannot do any better outside of the military mm. sometimes that's true and sometimes <laughs> that is true anyway moving on that was november 1st november the 8th the presidential election happened so we're watching it at buffalo wild wings Alyssa will tell you we make like a big deal out of it it's like two o'clock in the morning uh, in the mormon, mormon. <laughs> two o'clock wow. in the morning two o'clock in the in mormon. mormon book two o'clock in the morning <laughs> uh they finally announced president trump wins yeah so glorious. I wasn't going to make a video, man. I was tired. I, I was tired. And I said, you know what? No, forget it. I'm going to make a video. And I made the video what we all want to say about the presidential election. And that thing just exploded. exploded. The highest video I had ever had at that point was six million. And that thing overnight did 20 million. Like, I mean, it just overnight. Went, yeah, That's it went crazy. It went everywhere. Wow. And that was right before I went to have a meeting with my very first sponsor, which would be Nine Line Apparel. A lot of people know that I'm connected to Nine Line, all right? And so, of course, I went down there to negotiate on a high note. And anyway, Nine Line Apparel becomes my very first sponsor. And this is something that I want to say to anyone listening that believes that they're supposed to do something, okay? They didn't offer me millions of dollars. That's a that that is a huge lie that people believe. They offered me thirty five hundred bucks. All right, 
the the initial offer was thirty five hundred bucks a month. That's not where we're at now <laughs> or anything like that. But it was thirty five hundred bucks a month for six months. That was it. Mm-hmm. That was the initial offer, which at the time was a respectable offer. Oh yeah. But think about this: you go from the military, E six, fixing to be E seven. Steady paycheck, career, insurance, insurance, insurance. everything, yeah. family of five. Mm-hmm. And we took a chance. We left all that on nothing but 3500 bucks a month for six months. Yeah. So here's what I'll say to anyone listening that has a dream. You're not always going to get your payday, I guess it is, or your security initially. Because to believe that your dream is to be accepted by everybody, well, that's entitlement. It's not people's responsibility to accept your dream. You want to scream in a freaking phone for a living and talk about stuff. Who's going to listen to your opinion, Graham? I'm supposed to listen to you. I'm supposed to accept that you're some expert. Hmm. That's entitlement. You can't, you, can't, you can't expect people to do that. Anyway, that's what started the whole daily rant thing. So for the next year and a half, I was gone a lot. He was gone more that year than he was in the military. Yeah. So it was kind of, luckily, all I've known is the military and what they don't tell you about the military. I've talked to a lot of my fans who are military-based wives or spouses. And you deployment is terrible, but you're gone just as much throughout the year. Yeah. Here's a week for training. Here's three months for, you know, this yeah. or two months for this. And so I, I was lucky because I was kind of already used to that life. Right. But yeah, he was gone a it lot. It was hard, year. man. He the, was grinding. The first year, year and a half, I was probably gone about three weeks out of every month there for a where, while. Where were you going most of the Everywhere. time? Everywhere. So, so anywhere. We were hitting success digitally, mm-hmm. but still nobody really knew who I was, right? They had seen videos and stuff. So it was a lot of grassroots speaking just, engagements. Just speaking engagement. Meet and greets. Well, well, now we show up to events, but we literally fly in, I do a meet and greet, I speak and I fly out. Well, back then, I was trying to figure out how to even get into those events right. and I would stay the entire event going, "Hey, I'm Graham Allen." Uh, I do this. Hi, Graham Allen. Nice to meet you. Hey. And nobody was paying for it. Nobody <laughs> was paying nothing. We're putting it on credit putting cards. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, we are. He was. Yeah, we we, we are trying to make something. And uh, this this took a real strain on me and Alyssa. I, I mean, it really did. And, and one day we will do uh, an episode where we talk about our marriage. We just hit 10 years of marriage. Um, a lot of people know that on social media now, but they just think it's all sunshine and rainbows. And that is not true that at is all. Wrong. It is super wrong. And it took a really big strain on our marriage uh, during that first year and a half, especially. And uh, it was tough. There were a lot of hard times. We had a lot of momentum, a lot of gaining traction, a lot of this, a lot of that. But we had a lot of setbacks, too. We had a lot of, uh, yeah, things we thought would happen that fell through, et cetera, et cetera. But then I have another idea along the way. And I say, you know what? This is fun. But I think we're supposed to do something else. I think we're supposed to do something more. I think this could be a TV show. That was me. A lot of people don't know that. A lot of people think that we were approached, you know, with an idea. No, all this stuff it was us. And again, I say this to anybody who has a dream listening to this. <laughs> you have got to keep doing you until everybody else thinks it's a cool thing to do. And I will mm. say this, too. It's not. I think you're so good at what you do because you're genuine and it's your passion. 
Right. Like some people just oh, want yeah, money. Yeah, some yeah. people just mm-hmm. want fame. Right. That is not my husband. And I will I will speak to that in the court of law. Like that's not you. You are truly passionate. You truly believe what you say, whether yep. we agree with it or not. Like you, you well, if me and you agree with it or I not. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, and I, so I think that is part of what makes you so special and so different. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, I appreciate that. I don't really know if I'm I'm worthy of all of that. Well, I can second that. Well, sure. <laughs> from working with you, that's he one, is one thing contractually I like. obligated to say. That. Uh, anyway, so so I start having the idea about a show. And I start talking to Alyssa about it. Have no idea what we're going to do. And what a lot of people don't know is we were still in South Carolina. I had rented out this like 500 square foot, just dilapidated oh gosh, it was terrible. office. And oh, it was so bad. It I was, forgot about it that was, office. It was real bad, dude. Yeah. Like we forgot to lock the door one day and like homeless people came in. They took his clothes. And borrowed my clothes. They didn't borrow. Did they, they bring them back? They didn't steal the computer. They just took the clothes. They per- like, permanently borrowed the so clothes. Awkward. It was in that part of the area. Dang. Okay. And it was like, it was like 400 bucks a month. It smelled bad. So if you can imagine a... Uh, uh, commercial <laughs> studio place that's 400 wait, bucks a month. Wait, wait. And we had, um, it was like, what do you call the tables? The cardboard we table? Had, we, or... had, we had like like picnic tables. Yeah, oh, okay. you, yeah like the pop-up nice. kind. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, so I'm sitting there. I've got this very Apple computer. This is the most precious thing I had to my name at oh, the time. Oh, that's the same one? It's the same, same one. one. Oh, okay. This, this computer. And wow. it was sitting on, on that table. A, Picnic a white table. Picnic table. And that was my office. Like everybody and everybody thought we were rolling in this money, man. Like they thought <laughs> we were millionaires. We did a Which bi- is kind of annoying, I will say at times too, yeah. because everybody thinks we're millionaires and we're not. Yeah. Like Well, yes, we're we're not. Now let's let let's be honest with people. I mean, we are very blessed being Oh, the yeah, I'm not that saying that, are. but even then like mm-mm. But yeah, no, we're, we're not, you know, we're not Justin Bieber or anything like that. <laughs> anyway, so so I'm sitting there in this 400 square foot dilapidated thing on a picnic table looking on the computer and and I'm looking at all these people that I now consider friends you know uh, Charlie Kirk Candace Owens Chad Prather all these big people that all of you guys know I was looking at these people going okay how 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 do we get there and I found out about this uh, network called CRTV and uh, so what I did was I went to CRTV's website. I saw that Steven Crowder was on there. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what? They don't have a freaking number to call. I'm just going to cold email their customer service line. <laughs> Not, you know, because I, yeah, if you don't well. know this, TV networks don't have a, do you think you should have a show link uh, to click on? <laughs> and so, no. so I write this email and I don't even remember what the email said. I write it. Uh, I send it. Nothing for six months. Don't hear anything. And then about six months later, I get this email from Gaston Mooney. For those of you who know now, uh, Gaston Mooney is uh, the president of CRTV. Uh, and he is now the vice president. Or president. President of He is a very, very important guy. <laughs> and uh, he says, we think you might have something. We want to give you funding for a pilot episode. Uh, no stress. No stress. <laughs> no pressure. We will fund you for a pilot episode. 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 We'll find. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we will. We will fund you for a pilot episode, and if the pilot episode does well, then we'll pick you up for a full season or whatnot. Mm. So there was no pressure, but you have to announce it to your base because if you don't announce it to the base, then nobody's going to watch the show. Blah blah blah. 
So me and Alyssa, we fly to Washington, D.C. in a studio that isn't ours, never met any of these people before. It's the most awkward episode I've ever filmed in my life. So if you go back, ladies and gentlemen, you watch the very first episode of Rant Nation, the pilot episode. I have like reading glasses on um, (laughs) because we literally showed up in D.C. to film this episode and we didn't know what was going to happen. It was probably for me, it was the most and we didn't find out that was in April. We didn't find out till June that we were going to have a full show. Officially. Alyssa can probably tell you that I, I think I lost probably like 10, 12 pounds during that time frame. It's very stressful. It was, Checking numbers, trying to see. What was, do you think? Oh, yeah. What do you think? The most you think they're going to? stressful time I, I've, I've ever dealt with because we've announced it at this point. If we don't get picked up, people are going to know we failed, you know, and that's probably the scariest thing about entrepreneurship, right? You're not really afraid of failing. You're afraid of everybody knowing that you failed. That's well, and your name is attached to everything. Like me right. and Jake kind of yeah. are a little, you know, it's, it's not a big of a blow as Graham Allen. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I'm ruined. Yeah, your, yeah, your name yeah. is attached to <laughs> it. Yeah. If I fail now, I'm ruined for forever because everybody knows who I am. Oh, you're that guy. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, through the grace of God. The numbers do fantastic because of you guys. Again, you you show out in numbers and they pick us up. And that leads us to now Jake finally gets to talk because uh, we start the show and we went through a lot of attrition rates for people coming into this show because we were having a hard time finding a the right people uh, talented enough, but b the right people that that just. I guess I guess get along with me. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> they were awesome, just to say. They, they were they, all really they were wonderful. Really good, really talented but, people. Yeah. But but when you when you sign on to do a TV show, you don't always know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. And I obviously am very hard in the in the paint in my beliefs and what I think. And you know, sometimes those people didn't believe the same way and it just didn't work. Right. And so that leads us to an interview. Where uh, a guy named Jake Stone comes in for an interview. So, Jake, I'm curious. Did you know who we were before you interviewed? I, I mean, how did all that happen? Well, so to start out, I was. The- <laughs> Let me hang on. <laughs> oh my god! Make sure I say oh everything. Right. He's bracing himself. <laughs> That's a so I, I was living in New Orleans. I was working at a production company down there, and. I love my job. I was just kind of stalling out, not really moving up. So I started looking at, you know, new opportunities and everything. And I actually did a very similar thing as you, Graham. I wrote an email to crtvcareers.com, <laughs> careers at CRTV, you know, every form of the email I could think of. Because uh, I liked a couple of shows that were already on there, Steven Crowder and, and Gavin McGinnis and all that. And it came back and said four of those emails weren't emails, but I sent five. So one of them, one of them went through. There you go. And I was like, well, there you go. And the next day, uh, somebody reached out to me and and asked me if I wanted to move to New York, actually. And I was like, "Uh, I could talk to my wife about it, blah, blah, blah. blah. And uh, about three days later, I got an email from our production company saying, would you be willing to move to Mississippi? We have a show uh, with Graham Allen called Rant Nation. It's where I've always wanted to go. Love Mississippi. (laughs) And I was thinking in my head, like, okay, maybe you know Biloxi, uh, somewhere like that. And he's like, it's uh, Columbus. And I said, where? 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 (laughs) I literally never heard of this town, but 
and I, I looked Graham up, and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember the, I think it was the tattoo oh, video. video. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, we need to tell that yeah. story when you get done. And, yeah. and my wife, she knew a lot more than I did, because I haven't been on Facebook in, like, five or six years. The so. Stone Ages. Get yeah. it? Yes. Stone? I'm living in the Stone Age still. <laughs> His last name. So. Wow. That's amazing. <laughs> I think it's great. We just lost subscribers. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I came up and interviewed with you and uh, actually, boss, actually, we had lunch. You, you interviewed with oh, Alyssa that's right. first. That's yeah, right. You forgot yeah. me. Well, I thought him and Whitney, his gorgeous, precious wife. <laughs> she's actually who won me over. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Y'all now, both I, were well, amazing. Well, I believe that. But that's another thing, real quick. If I can toot your horn for a minute, sweetheart. Go ahead, toot away. A lot of people don't realize uh, how much you do. Oh behind the scenes for all this stuff. And it's not just this show, me in general, uh, and what 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 I have going on and, and all this stuff. I would be completely lost without you just just taking care of just about everything. I, I'm an idiot. And I <laughs> forget stuff best all planner, the time. That is true. <laughs> but you're not an idiot. That is very true. I'm an idiot. Okay, at the end of the day, and I have no idea what that noise is. The people upstairs are buzzing something. So if you hear something, we, apo- we apologize. I, I don't know the what it is. The good news is we're moving soon. The good news is we're moving soon. Anyway, all right. So that's how Jake got here. Uh, Alyssa met with him, uh, said, I, I don't think I was here. I was you were, traveling. You were traveling. Yeah, yeah I was traveling. So I was kind of feeling them out. Yeah, Alyssa, Alyssa was feeling them out. I kind of just wanted to make sure they had a personality. Yeah. Because I don't, I like people with personality. Yeah, Luckily, well, you both do. Yeah, oh. and if Alyssa doesn't like you, then I for dang sure ain't going to like And I like you. everybody, right. so yeah, and, and, it and, takes a lot. And I don't like everybody. <laughs> that's, true, that's true, too. <laughs> and so anyway, so I meet Jake. Jake's cool. He comes in, and you can definitely tell in the Rant Nation show when Jake got here. Uh, in fact, uh, I'm looking forward to doing a, like a, a retrospective type episode with Rant Nation, where we look at the very first one oh. in the studio here, Missy. There's some random plant in the thing <laughs> because we didn't have a safe yet. It was just on put its this way. Plant right yeah, there. Pretty and we, much. Needed, we needed to fill up space. We're like, let's just sit this plant that over here. Good. It was brutal, guys. And and you know, and so we start that. We start that thing. Um, we start killing it. We we have the Facebook page come up for the TV show. It starts killing it. We add another 2.5 million listeners and watchers in, in less than a year. The show really takes off. And then we all start having a conversation of, okay, what's next? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that we should do a podcast. Um, because that's, that's where I'm always at in, in my life. And, and I, and I've said this a lot on social media. I think it's my biggest strength, but Alyssa will also remind me daily that it's also my biggest <laughs> weakness, uh, because I am never satisfied with where we're at. I'm yeah. always going, okay, what are we going to do next? Jake, you're the same way. Yep. We just had Ben Shapiro on. I'm like, okay, what's next? You yep. know, it's like, all right, we just did that. Cool. That was yesterday. What are we doing today? And so, you know, I liked the idea of podcast and so did the Blaze TV. Oh, CRTV and the Blaze has merged by this point. Now they're Blaze TV and we're all trying to figure out what all that means. Um, I'm talking about the potential of a podcast and just like everything, I'm very opinionated. I don't want to do the talking hour with Graham Allen or, you know, (laughs) rants, rants, you know, podcast rant with Graham Allen. No. I have a very distinct idea of what I want. I know what it wants to look like. I said, this has got to be called Dear America. 
We got to do it. Dear America podcast, it makes sense. It appeals to everybody. We should do that. So, uh, the network was supportive. <laughs> uh, and they were. They were supportive. Blaze TV is very good to us. But sometimes what I see and what I, what I have in my head doesn't always translate very well because we are not news anchors. We're not. Right. We, we, we are not Fox News. We are not <laughs> CNN. We're, we're not the typical people. We are just people from the South. Uh, I, yes, Jake, I'll let your Missouri count today That's as right. being in the South. Mm. Even though it's, I've lived in the South now for like really, seven years. It's really not the South. Anyway, um, <laughs> we, we're, we're just normal folks, and, and, and we just talk about what we truly believe in and what we feel and we try very, very, very hard to never lose that. So I said, this is mm-hmm. the way the podcast has got to go. We've got it. They didn't want, and this is not a putting anybody under the bus. This is just simply the transition of how it happened. Initially, Blaze TV didn't really like the idea of having you guys on mm-hmm. initially. Um, because it's just Shame. it's just not I'm what kidding. they're used it's to. Different. It wasn't yeah. vindictive. It no, wasn't I bad. Know. It's just it's so different. different. And people listening here that also listen to other Blaze podcasts, they know we're different. Very different. We sound different. We act different. The vibe is different. But I just I knew from the very beginning that he this, had a vision. I did, <laughs> it, but but I knew it would not work without with just me. Mm-hmm. It would be okay. It wouldn't be great without me. And I said from the very beginning, Alyssa's got to be on the podcast. And of course, the place is like, you want your wife <laughs> on we the are podcast? Concerned. No, no, they, no, they weren't concerned. They literally just said, oh. explain to us why, why it's your wife. We get a female voice. Why your wife? And I told him, I said, no one is going to step to me. Like Alyssa will. Step up. Alyssa Step has up. no problem. <laughs> Alyssa is is honestly the only person. Jake, even to you to some extent. I mean, you tell me what you think, but... But if push really came to shove mid-podcast, the only person that's really going to step up to me <laughs> is Alyssa, you know, mid-podcast. And that's just, you know, that's just the demographic of it all, right? right? You know, Alyssa's my wife. She's my equal. She, it adds she, that dynamic. She, it, Yes, it does. And she's it, she's already proven me to be right. She has called me out multiple times <laughs> on this podcast. And we've had not bad, but disagreements. And we've talked it out. Anyway. Just pulling my weight. So I said <laughs> I wanted to create this atmosphere of this is a podcast for everybody everybody can listen to it they can feel like they're one of us that we're all just friends and we can go out and have a drink one day and etc so we put it together we we conceptualize the idea and then um we get into all these talks about well are we going to be able to stay here how are we going to do this are we going to film it i wanted to film it right out the right out the gate yeah i wanted to do it right out the gate i said hey we got to film it we can make videos blah 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 but we just couldn't do it yet because um, it wasn't proven, right? Like, and, and that's the big thing that you fight against with networks and anybody that's funding things. They're like, we got it. We got to. We, we got to prove it first. In the facility, we didn't really have uh, another studio besides Rant Nation exactly. to film it in, and it all so. costs money. And, and yeah. so it, it was. And that's another thing. And again, this is kind of turning into an entrepreneurial dream motivation kind of episode to everybody who has dreams. You are going to have to forever continually prove what it is you're trying to do. Mm. When you get to a point where you feel like you don't ever have to prove anything anymore, you're either already dying out 
or you will die out yeah. because that's just the way it is. And so it doesn't matter how big or successful you think you are, you always are going to have to continue to prove it. So we launch the Dear America podcast, the very first episode. Alyssa was on there. She killed it. She was nervous. A lot of people don't know that. Uh, she I'm was, still nervous. She, this is so far from my profession. She has such a hard time. Uh, hashtag Dear America. Let Alyssa know that you love her. No, it's not that you <laughs> love me. I just still feel kind of awkward. I people mean, loved Ross Patterson. Very different. People loved Ross Patterson being on. They loved that episode. But one of the main comments was, we don't like Alyssa not being there. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, that was one of the main things. Yeah. Um, and so we launch it. And, uh, you know, it was kind of one of those, uh, let's let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, Fingers I crossed. wasn't happy. Jake will tell you, I was not happy that we launched it audio without, without video. Yeah, without I was video. not happy at all. And, and I would... <laughs> I actually, I was really not happy. I was, I was borderline being a diva about it. I said, this is garbage. It's going to tank it. It's not going to work. So, uh, the first 24 hours we come out in like, we, we, we break the top 200 in the first 24 Which hours. Which was crazy. And we couldn't believe it. I couldn't I, believe I think it. we came out at 157 and we were all sending group tech. This is what happens behind the scenes. Like when stuff starts taking off and we're all texting each other in group text going, oh, we made it. We're in the top 200. Da, 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 da. I think we were just sending um, gifts like, oh, oh yeah. What? Yeah. I no. sent it to like my dad. I was like, we're 157. Yeah. We're, we're number 157. <laughs> we made it. And um, I didn't look at it again for that was on Monday. Well, we made it at that point. Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, we had made it at <laughs> that point. We met our goal. We're 157 good. <laughs> in the top 200. And so yeah. the very next day I had to go down to Savannah. I had to travel. And Jesse went with me. And I didn't check it that whole time we were traveling on Tuesday, Wednesday morning, we're getting coffee uh, at the Black Rifle Coffee Shop, not Starbucks, communist organization. Anyway, um, I just decide to check. And so I go to iTunes top charts and I look at around 157 and we're not there. Mm-hmm. And I look below 157. Yeah, that's what it was. And I looked and I was like, well, we fell out. But you know what? Hey, it's a victory. We broke into it. No big deal. And I don't know what it was, but just for some reason, I decided to go up towards the top. And when I saw that we had debuted at number 11 Mm -hmm. in the world, I punched Jesse right in the arm. (laughs) And and I don't know why. For those of you who don't know, Jesse's like 6'5", 250. All right? So Jesse's not a small man, and I straight (laughs) punched him. Like, not a ha-ha. Kind of play. No. Like a, oh we my God. Like, bam. I punched him right into the thing and I immediately apologized. I'm like, I'm, oh so, God, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but we're number 11. And it was at that moment that you guys, ladies and gentlemen, listening to this podcast right now, it was just confirmed to all of us that we truly do all of this because we believe that what we are doing and what we are saying is important. It's what we feel. It is not easy. It is it is one million percent not easy and it is very tiresome. But because of you guys and the support of this, we have not fallen out of the top 200 yet. Uh, and we average between 30 and 50 since we've done this Yay. thing. And, and, you know, guys, with that, with that success that has been just this this astronomic just launch of the podcast we are moving. We are moving to Texas, and That's we have, right. we have proven the concept. And you guys and your support has made it to where 
We're headed to Texas. We're going to be Texans. And we're be- Texans. I get to wear my Carol. Yeah, girl we get to wear the cool Texas hats and not be posers. You know, and they don't they don't let you into Texas without a pair of cowboy boots. I got on. That's true. I have I cowboy boots, but either way. Well, we are building out a Dear America studio. And so when we have these guests come in, we're going to be able to enhance what we're doing. We're going to be able to start putting video clips and things of what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. And and, and it's just going to make everything better. And we're going to be able to have viral clips again uh, with what we're doing. And it's get, Alyssa's. Oh Alyssa's, no, I was just thinking. Oh, I sorry. thought you were getting upset no, that I you was. would be viral. Clips. Well, I was because I was thinking. I bet I can't wear my yoga pants or dress down like I yeah, do every day. Yeah, you can. I mean, I shape. could. I know uh, I'm gonna have to, <laughs> have to look better. I'm not. I'm gonna dress worse just knowing because it's <laughs> early. Am I still in the gonna bring my blanket when I'm cold? True. Well, no, no. I'll only see from the waist up. Perfect. Or, or, I think yeah. it goes with the purpose of the show. It's early in the morning. We film this stuff. So by God, just show up. Just be here. I like that approach just, say that just until be I don't have here, my face man. on and we're gonna be at a desk so you don't even have to wear pants if you don't want to they won't see <laughs> I, anyway the point of all this is to say th- thank you guys we know that this has been a really yeah. different episode and we're not done yet because there's just a couple other things that I want to say um and, and and you know I would love to get Alyssa and Jake both uh to chime in on this before we before we end it out because this has definitely turned into a if you have a dream and there's something that you want to do, because there's so many people right now that get up and go to work at a job they hate, they they live a life that they don't really want to live, and they believe that they're supposed to be doing something else, but they fall into that lie and that mindset of, oh, well, I can't do that. You know, oh, well, maybe when the timing's better, or the timing's never going to be better mm-hmm. ever for anything. Sure. It's like having kids, it's like getting married, it's like changing job. There's never going to be a perfect time to do anything. And if you overanalyze stuff too much, you're never going to do anything as well. And it's always a lot of work, but you can do it. There's nothing special about me at all. Alyssa will, she's my wife. She's, you know, uh, maritally obligated to disagree. And Jake works for the show, so he can't say that. (laughs) Uh, But I can, that there's nothing special about me, guys. I am a high school graduate. That's what I am. Although in your high school yearbook, you did put... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that he was going to be famous. I did put that he in my high school that. yearbook. Nice. That is that is true. That's anyway, awesome. but what I'm saying is, I'm a high school graduate. You know, I didn't go to college for all this stuff. I, I mean, I, I'm not. I'm not special. I'm for sure not the smartest guy. Not the best looking. Whatever. But I work and I work a lot. And and you know, Jake is one reason I'm glad that Jake is a part of this show is because he can truly. Help me get across to you guys that dreams are not easy, man. And it is a lot of work. Jake has had to pick me up from the airport. And that's two hours away. Mm -hmm. And I have literally taken off and it was one day and landed and it's another day. Jake picks me up and we have to drive two hours straight back to the studio. To film. And film. And that's sucks really bad and Alyssa will tell you because she is the strongest woman I know because she has to take care of the day-to-day operations of just the business but also our family our children uh and all this stuff and so I come home and I'm beat but so is she because she's had to do the really hard stuff while I've been gone and so it's not easy none of this stuff is easy but because of you guys and your support you make it 
worthwhile at the end yeah. of the day. And, and and we just want to say thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. That that is about as brief of the story of how all of this happened that I can get into within this time limit. Both Alyssa and Jake are looking at me going, "All right, Graham, let's uh, let's do this thing." <laughs> but but that's the story, guys. That is how it happened. That is the middle of it, and that is where we are today. And because of you, we have one of the top news podcasts in the world in less than two months. And that's because of you guys. And it's nothing that we're doing. It is all because of you. And because of that, we are moving. We are bringing a better product. Uh, We're bringing video to it. We're going to make it bigger and better for you. And thank you guys so much for just all the support. And we... I don't know how else to say it, but thank you for everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll see we appreciate you in Texas. it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The next time with you my, see my us, blanket. we will be in Texas. <laughs> so again, if you have a dream, go for your dream. Don't listen to the haters, even if they want to kill you, because that happens a lot. Well, in our neck of the woods, <laughs> um, Alyssa, yeah. where can everybody find you? Alyssa Allen, E L L I S. A-A-L-L-E-N on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to see the move, you definitely need to follow Alyssa because I'm terrible when we're moving oh, about yeah. posting I'll sh- stuff. I'll show you all Alyssa's about Alyssa's going to show you all about it. Jake, where can I find you? you find me at producer underscore Jake on Instagram. And you can find me. And you me. need to listen, oh. I'm sorry, to Jake because wow. he just came out with a video, a oh, song. Oh, yes. And it's hilarious. So you should probably go follow go him. Go to Jake's Instagram. He made a loving tribute to Elizabeth Warren. Fantastic. Right. Um, it's fantastic. Fantastic. You should definitely go listen to it. Uh, before I was rudely interrupted, I am Graham Allen, and you can follow me anywhere. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed this special episode of the Dear America podcast. We will see you in Texas. That's all we have. Thank you and goodbye. Peace out. Later.